Happy day! <laughs> You're in for a treat! Hey, not sure if you know this, but all of our online services are delayed by two weeks. Dose. And because of that, you get the opportunity to watch and worship through our Christmas Eve service. Here's the thing. It was very impactful and relevant to our lives. So we hope you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we also hope that you find Echo to be your place, your people, and your purpose. It Trace. can all be found. Yes, that's right. In one space, it's what we all are looking for. So we encourage you to take your first steps into this life-giving local church and find the community and the support that you've been hoping for. So stop by at Mayo High School for one of our services at 9.15 or 10.45 a.m. on Sundays, and we'd love to meet you in person. We'd love to. Lastly, thank you for your generosity. Because of your giving, we were able to partner with 16 different organizations this last year that are having local and global or local global impact. So impact, like helping with drug and prison rehabilitation programs, helping the homeless through the landing, which is a local nonprofit, and helping prevent children all around the world from sex trafficking, just to name a few. If you would like to give, head to our website or Venmo us at We Are The Echo Church. Hey, we hope that you are having a (laughs) knockout 2023 thus far. Hey, and enjoy Echo Online Services.
Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to be registered. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the house, sorry, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger. Behold, the baby's name was Jesus. Divine. 
love you, Jesus. We worship you and exalt you. In your name we pray. You guys can go ahead and take a seat. gonna let you do this! No, 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 no! No! Mary! Joseph! Mary, I'm sorry. Huh? to be. You're free now. Bo, where are you going? We've got a baby to meet. Come on. Oh, oh my gosh, I didn't see you there. Holy moly. Did you guys see that? I saved those dogs. It was amazing. I'm deflating. I... <laughs> I'm gonna fix it, don't worry. <laughs> Guys, just wait a Okay, we got it. Give it time, give it time. Okay, I'm gonna have to slowly melt my way up, but here, listen. I hope you enjoyed my dance moves. Uh, you know, I know donkeys aren't exactly known for being the best dancers. In fact, they're kind of more so known for being like really, really stubborn. Um, but God used me, a stubborn, deflated donkey, to save those mean, scary dogs. They didn't earn it. They definitely did not deserve it, okay? But I was the wedge. Me. You know, I'm feeling better already. You know, maybe sometimes you feel like me. A stubborn, deflated donkey that just can't seem to make the right choice. Or maybe sometimes you feel like one of those mean dogs where, oh, man, life just seems to give you a, 
no good, very bad days. But no matter how you're feeling, God made you to be a wedge. All right, now being a wedge could mean a lot of different things. Being a wedge could mean being a friend to that one person that everybody just kind of wants to make fun of. Or it could mean being, hmm, one of those kids that picks up their room before their parents ask. (laughs) Being the wedge could mean introducing yourself to somebody new. Being the wedge just means showing others the love and kindness of God's son. Do you guys know God's son? You know, that baby that came into the world to save us? Jesus, that's right! Yes! Now, Jesus, he is the ultimate wedge, right? He came here to show us how to live. Now, just so you remember everything we talked about today, I'm going to have you repeat after me. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. Jesus is the wedge. So I can be the wedge. Be the wedge. Okay, that was okay, but I feel like you can do better. Okay, so let's give it another go. Ready? Jesus is the wedge. So I can be the wedge. I said be the wedge. Nice. Now, I feel like we need to spice this up just a little bit um, and add some movement. Uh, You know, children, feel free to stand at your seat if you want, or you can stay seated up to you. I'm going to need assistance by somebody with arms. Uh, Let's see here. Let's see. Oh, I know a guy that is an awesome wedge. Pastor Andy, would you mind making your way to the stage? Oh, yes. Everybody give it up for Pastor Andy. The cheese wedge. Love this guy. He's from Wisconsin. Get it? Cheese wedge. All right. So when we say Jesus is the wedge, I'm going to need you to stick your right hand out. Like you're giving Brian a high five. Really? No, Brian's, Brian's to your right. Like, like you're giving him a high five. That's not how you give a high five. There it is. Yep. Good. Good, good, good. High five. Okay. So we're going to the right on Jesus is the wedge. Okay. You're going that way. Then when we say, so I can be a wedge, you're going to do the same thing with your left hand. Very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Very good. Then on B, I need you to bring your feet together and bring your arms over your head. Like you're reaching high into the heavens. No, high into the heavens. Yes. B, then you need to crouch down, bring those arms down. Crouch down. Lower. Good, and then you're gonna give me the biggest jump that you've ever seen, okay, on wedge. I believe in you. Guys, come on, can he do it? I think he can do it. I think, no, 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 no. Right hand is, Jesus is the wedge, is your right hand, good. So I can be the wedge, left hand, then we bring it together, be the wedge. Yes, all right, I think we're now ready to do it all together. Right? Ready? Well, who? Oh, come on, kids. Are you not standing? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have great eyesight. If you're not standing, go ahead and stand up. All right. I got this. All together. One, two, three. Jesus is the wedge, so I can be the wedge. Be the wedge. Yeah! Nice work. Pastor Andy, that's all I got for you, kiddos. I hope you enjoy the rest of this beautiful Christmas service.
it out there, just checking. I, let, me, let me try that again. I mean, I just did what I did up here. I, I need you to do what you need to do out there. Is God good today? Yeah. Amen. Hey, Merry, Merry Christmas. We are just so uh, glad that you would spend an evening here with us as we remember Jesus's birth. Can I hear an amen? amen. So what I have done is I have collected all of my notes throughout the year, and I thought I would give an hour and a half presentation <laughs> with all the children in the room. Uh, I remember driving down, uh, or I, I, I'm going to say that again. I remember driving to uh, go get my oil changed when I was in college. And this is the first time I was going to go to my friend's shop to go get my oil changed. And I remember coming off the highway in a new location. Has anybody driven in a new location ever before? You know what I'm saying? They're a little stressed. And I remember coming off the highway and then entering or going underneath the overpass. And, and as I was going underneath the overpass, I was looking forward and a little bit to the left because I knew I had to take a left soon. And then all of a sudden, I was rudely interrupted by a lady pulling out in front of me and I hit her in the car. Uh, and I was, my first reaction was, how dare she pull out? And then I realized, oh, I just ran a red light. <laughs> uh, she was fine. Her car was not. Uh, my front end was slightly uh, bent up. Uh, but there was an issue. The issue was this, as I was looking forward and not necessarily being extremely present. I remember another time in college, I obviously was distracted in college quite a bit. Uh, I was walking out of chapel. I went to a Christian college and, and there was a church service going on and uh, I didn't have to be at that one for whatever particular reason or I had to leave early to go to work. What, I don't know what it was, but I remember I was looking backwards and trying to find my friend in the auditorium and I wasn't really paying attention and the last second I turned and I hit a brick pillar with my forehead. Has anybody ever done that before? Has everybody ever done anything embarrassing? You were by yourself, but boy, you were embarrassed. And uh, man, it just rung my bell and I had a golf ball sized lump on my temple. And, and uh, I just remembered, um, I went back a year later after I graduated and I still had hair, if you could believe it, remnants of that accident on the corner of that brick pillar. Kids, you can only achieve these great things, hopefully, one day. Uh, but here's the problem in life. The problem in, this, in life is this, is we're always looking forward or we're always looking back. It is so hard to be present. Anybody get what I'm saying here? And, and today, I feel like I got the solution, and it comes in the form of a triangle, I know it's kind of weird to say that, but, but uh, just bear with me here. When, when I say the word triangle, what do you think of? A Christmas shape. Christmas what? A Christmas tree. Anybody else? Pizzas. You know what I think of? I think of Doritos. Come on, somebody. Nacho cheese Doritos. Did you hear the nacho cheese Doritos? Uh, but I, I do, uh, more importantly, anybody, does anybody know why nacho cheese or, na or nachos come in triangles? No. I don't either. So anyway, maybe. <laughs> I'd like to know, but I don't. Um, but the, actually the one thing I wanted to bring up is the shape of the tree. Someone screamed tree over here. When I think of a triangle, I, th I think of the tree and, 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 and I get to think about Christmas and how, how most of us, when we go home, there will be a tree in our living room. And, and I want to use that, that picture, uh, that image to be a reminder in this season of something we could apply into our life today. And in order to do that, we need to uh, go ahead and open up to our Bible, or open up our Bibles, or it'll be on the screen. Luke chapter one, uh, verse forty-six. It's a story of of Mary, and Mary is interacting with her 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 sister, her really it was her aunt, I believe, uh, a relative, and she was pregnant, and Mary was pregnant, and there was this moment 
of rejoicing uh, and as if heaven met earth right at that very moment. And it says this in, in, in Luke 1, 46, it said, and Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. Mary had this moment of joy and excitement when she was pregnant, anticipating Jesus and anticipating her son coming to this earth. But she continues on in her song and she says this, her, his mercy extends. He has performed mighty deeds. He lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things. He, have helped. he has helped his servants and he remembers his descendants his descendants forever, just as he promised. And in verse 49, it says this, for the mighty one has done great things for me. And then she makes this strong declaration and says this, holy is his name. See, I think Mary was, was singing this, this, this really song uh, in this moment, she was fully present in a moment, looking backwards, looking forward, but yet being present in the day, remembering what God was about to do on this earth through her. And so I want to talk about the tree of life, okay? If you look at a triangle, there are three points, and, and trust me, I'm almost done. I know some of you are stressed out there today, uh, but I believe he, she did three things. I think she placed him, she remembered him, and she named him in her song. And I believe if we're going to be present during this Christmas season and we're going to enjoy it and, 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 and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to uh, really take advantage of what the Christmas season is all about, what we need to do is place Jesus, remember Jesus, and name Jesus in this season. So let me talk about this, place him. What does that mean? Let's, let's place Jesus at the center of everything we do. How many are thankful that Jesus didn't stay in the manger? You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't stay there. You know what? Uh, Jesus was never meant to be just a good idea in December or April. He was meant to be put within the center of your everyday ordinary life, in the center of your family, at the center of your table, and at the center of everything you do. Mary's song was, 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 was centered in her soul and her spirit. It was, it was completely absorbed within her because Jesus, what was, where was he at the moment? At the center of her being. And the type of church that we are is, is we always remind ourselves every week to put Jesus at the center. And in order to do that, you know what we do? Is we surrender. We realize we cannot do this life alone and we need to put Jesus at the center of everything we do. And I know typically we pray this prayer at the end of our service, but today, can we, you can stay seated, but can we just once again on this special night, just pause and say, Jesus, be at the center of everything we do. Will you pray with me? Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived and you died and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. Jesus is at the center of everything we do. The second thing the song did, I believe, and presented with Mary is she remembered God remembered Jesus and, and she was reminding herself what God was capable of. She makes those strong declaration. Your mercy extends, your mighty deeds will be performed. You're, you lift up the humble, you filled the hungry, you help the servant and you remember your descendants and you are true with your promises. In this season, let us remind ourselves that God is faithful. Can I hear an amen out there? that God never fails and that God will, will not forget you. I think communion is, is, is a special thing because Jesus, Jesus, you realize Jesus did not command us or call us to celebrate Christmas, but he called us and he commanded us to remember him through communion. And I know that it's a little chaotic tonight. I know our full family, we love it in this place. 
But can we just pause and take communion together? Does everybody have a communion uh, drink and you got the drink and, and, and really honestly, just can we make a moment in the middle of my message here and just say, Jesus, we remember you. I am so thankful that, that, that Jesus wasn't just born, but that, that he grew up and he willingly chose to lay his life down for us. It's not just about the birth, but it is about Jesus's life and his choice to lay down his life for us. So as you are opening, does anybody need some nails in here? Let us, let us pray. Jesus, in the middle of this beautiful family centered, Jesus centered moment, we remember you. We don't just remember you as a child, but we remember you as a grown man hung on a cross who willingly went through pain so we could be here today in your joy, in your love, in your peace. So today we remember you that your body was broken, your blood was spilt, all for us. In fact, God, I believe tonight there's someone that came into this space and they need to hear this. It was just for them. It was for them specifically. And God, just remind us, rem help us remember that today as we celebrate through the weekend. In Jesus' name, amen. You may take the bread and you may take the juice. I'm so thankful for a beautiful birth, but I'm also thank you, uh, thankful for a selfless death. So the first thing, the first triangle is, is we need to, to place Jesus at the center. Number two, we wanna remember who Jesus is and what he promised he would be. And then the third tr aspect of the triangle would be this, is let's name our savior. I love it that, that, that God, told Jesus in a dream, or I'm sorry, Mary in a dream that you are to name him Jesus. You are to name him Yeshua. You are to be reminded in the simple meaning of the name that God will rescue and he will deliver his people. And she sang, and as my favorite part of her song, she simply declares this, the mighty one will do great or has done great things for me and holy is his name. It's this reminder that we are to praise God, that we are to lift his name up. We are to, to, to lean on to those promises that he has called us to, 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 to receive God's rescue and his deliverance and, and declare Jesus, not only Christ, but our Lord and King. So today I would just say this is would we as families, would we as individuals begin to name Jesus for who he is? and why he came on this earth. I thought about preaching for another like 20 minutes, but I, I, <laughs> I thought instead of preaching and reiterating this point through my words, I would let you hear someone's story to see this triangular effect of Jesus and what he does in and through a family at Echo. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm Jen, and we are the Beckers. It's a long time ago, it feels like. All I remember is, oh, we were at a place in our life where we were just looking and searching for something. We didn't exactly know what it was, but just something, something was missing. Things felt very kind of stuck, I think. And I wasn't really sure where things were gonna go, um, honestly. Mm -hmm. But I know on, in terms of our faith walk, there was very little on my end and was almost combative with, with Jen. I, I was, <clears throat> I was struggling with anxiety and something that I wasn't, I didn't share with, with my wife. And I was looking for something to make that better. And I thought that would be my job. I thought if I could be a better dad, if I could be, we could have 
better vacations or a better house, that that would be better. And it never got better. I was just looking for something to, some meaning for it all, because man, this is it. I feel like I got tricked <laughs> into following a path that would get me to nowhere, honestly. And it was years before you just really, truly, like, let the chains fall mm -hmm. and surrendered and really stepped into this journey. Yeah, those were chains mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And they, they weren't just on me, they were on our whole family. Looking back now, it, it's like if it was a, pres a present, the box is empty, there's nothing in it. But now it's this gift and there's so much more when you unwrap it that without words to really explain, it's been the biggest gift, the biggest gift for us. Personally, relationally, spiritually with our kids. Like it's our family that we just, I can't imagine a Christmas without it. You didn't get it. You didn't get to pre-launch, but let's just go check it out. You can you can judge and see for yourself. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you said you can judge. You can. Because it is. It's you. You walk in and you. It's automatic, immediate judgment of like, is this where I belong? You know, like who's here? What are we doing? When we came to Echo for the first time, and we were greeted by, the guys in the parking lot. The greeters at the door, all the way from the parking lot into the front doors. Past the people doing merch at the connect table. Into... All the way to the check-in station with the kids, to security and into the kids' wing. Headed into service, the auditorium door hosts, uh, getting us a spot, walking mm -hmm. us to our seat. The music, the, the worship. The relatable message, easy to understand. Thinking we escaped and <laughs> There's the pastor waiting to shake our hands and thank us for coming. And now three and a half years later, we're sitting here in service and super thankful for everyone that cared enough to welcome us into Echo for the first time. Mm -hmm. It's like Christmas every week. Mm -hmm. It's a place I can't imagine not going to. I think back on those people that we now, three and a half years later, on that first day that welcomed us. Like Jake, Jacob and Jace yep. in the parking lot. Yep. <laughs> Waving at us. Then the, the greeters at the door. Walking by Brenda and Nicole at the merch station. Saying hi to oh, Jen and Kayla to help check our kids in. Mm -hmm. Jess Radke at, uh, at security. Mike DeBolt, uh, Nate Metzger in the, in the kids area. Yep. Hope. Hope, yeah. Hope yeah. was welcoming us at the auditorium doors. Nels was there, mm -hmm. you know, their lightsabers. <laughs> and then the, the worship music, mm -hmm. Dexter. Cordy. The whole band just bringing it. And they bring it every week. Yep. Scott closing it out, saying yeah. the prayer. Yeah, you can't escape Andy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna find you. <laughs> yeah. We just sit here and are so thankful for each and every one of them, I mean, getting to be a part of it now too as people walk through the doors for the first time, getting to do, you know, what they did for us, just to welcome them and, and care and just love on them. Yeah, we just, we hope that for everybody that comes through the doors, that they have their three and a half years later. Yeah. Before Echo, we came for Christmas, we came for, for Easter. Yeah, we weren't the every Sunday kind of family. No. <laughs> and what we got out of that was an empty box. Mm -hmm. that, that's what you get. Yeah. That's what you put into it. Yeah. And since coming to Echo, it just feels like every Sunday you open this box and there's a whole lot more that you get out of it. It's a place where you get to come and be a part of something bigger than us. Mm -hmm. And people that just you do life with and they feel like family. And we just get to live out our purpose that what God calls us to be and who he calls us to be. Yeah. I think I just felt relief coming in. And I didn't know I needed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate what God has done through the Beckers and so many more. What a special night it is.
just wondering if we could put Jesus at the center of everything we do. I wonder if we could place it, place him at the center. I wonder if today in the present, we could remember what God has done. And lastly, I wonder if we could name and declare Jesus holy and worthy and, 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 and the one name above all other names that should be praised. So my question and my one takeaway is this, is this, is what song are you writing? And before you answer that, let me tell you this. I believe that God is writing a song over you. I don't want to get too emotional, but I'm telling you, one of my favorite things to do on an on a, on a, evening when I get to tuck in my children at night is I get to sing over them. It doesn't matter if my voice is good or it's not. What matters is the father is singing over his children. And he loves you and he cares for you and he's just wondering, will you realize his presence? Let us not be people that look forward or constantly look back, but let us just be present today and appreciate what God is and who God is and what he wants to do in your life. And may that be your song. Immeasurably more than we could ever dream According to your strength May we have the power To grasp how wide and deep The fullness of your grace We kneel before our King fall upon your feet so mighty is your and boldly we approach how gracious is your throne in mercy Yeah. Hey. 
I think about tradition. There's a tradition that our family started when we first started having kids and we would go to the store and we would pick out a Christmas ornament and all of us would do it. And now we get to look back 16 Christmases later, although I don't know if we did the first one, but let's just say we did. 16 Christmases later and we can see these ornaments and we can see the, the path. We can see the history. We can see the results of where we were at in different life in, in different, you know, different stages in our life. And I'm thinking about the way we start traditions and the impact that they can make. And I think about the Beckers. And I think about them being willing to come check out a church and you can judge later. I thought that was a really wise thing to say. Come to church and if you want to, you can judge them later. Uh, But the ability and the start of a tradition that now you look at years later, you can't picture Echo Church without you guys. And I think sometimes we forget that one tradition, one decision, one step makes a difference. And I was thinking about Pastor Andy's message. The idea that Jesus at the center is a life-changing, life-altering decision. And what a powerful tradition to start this holiday season. 
one of the things we like to do here at Echo Church is we actually like to celebrate people that do a couple things. And one of those is come to church and judge later. So we want to celebrate those people that came to church for the first time today. Come on. We know it's weird to come to a new church. We know it's hard sometimes, but we are so glad you're here and we're so glad you're a part of it. Uh, The other group of people we would love to celebrate is those that took the step and said that prayer with us for the very first time. Let's give it up for those people. 